we say no, this is stuff like normally we would just mic off. Let's look ahead because mm-hmm. if we're, we're going to do a look ahead segment, that, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Gotcha. What do you want to start with then? What do you got on your book? Okay, the first one, because this is a test pod and this is a very odd topic mm-hmm. and I think we can talk at length about this. Okay, okay. Anthony Edwards' potential. Not a player comp, but like maybe a player impact. So the way I phrase this is like, honestly, I think that impact-wise, on a good team, or to very good team, his bottom, his basement right now, based off what I've seen this year, is Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins on a good team can be a contributor. Yep. He's not going to carry your team. Yeah, he might have a game in the regular season too, whatever. We're talking overall impact though. Is he, does he end up being like Rudy Gay level? Like, that's a good, that's a good player. That's a starter on a championship team. You're not, you're not going to throw him out of bed. Is he better than that? Is he maybe like a Chris Bosch level on a championship team where he was the third best player and he was really good, really important to what they did? Or, I think that could be his basement. Or I think his be, I think his ceiling goes all the way up to players like well, I haven't even like Donovan that. Mitchell, like having that sort of impact. I think and, Donovan and, Mitchell right now, in my opinion, is Chris Bosh level. He's he, not going to be the second best player on a championship team, in my opinion. I think there's too many flaws in his game. Part of it's shot selection. Part of it's his defense is extremely overrated. I hate how people are like trying to compare him to Dwayne Wade. It's an It's a narrative from his rookie. It's a narrative from his rookie season. People are like he's the same size, got the same wingspan. That doesn't make him the same player. He's not the same player. A, he's a better shooter. Mm-hmm. B, he's a worse finisher. C, he's not good of a defender. Dwayne Wade led. The, Dwayne Wade holds the all-time record for freaking blocks by a guard. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think Donovan Mitchell's <laughs> getting up to that kind of status, but. But my next one above Chris Bosh because I think he was technically the second best player. Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol's a very good player. Second best player on a championship team. Won two titles with with Kobe, and that was more of a carry job by Kobe than anything else. Not like carry carry, but like could he be Kyrie Irving? It's that he was a second tier, way below LeBron. Mm-hmm. But still very good. Or, like, and this, I don't love this because I feel like it could be too accurate. Uh, I see it over there. Mellow. I see it. <laughs> I mean, Mellow is a how many time all star, how many, like, two time scoring champion. Obviously, we're just talking about impact wise because that impact that that has on your team is a lot. It's easy to build around a player like that. It's so, easy. So, do you see Ant Ceiling being a role player then? Like, third just, best on the team, fourth best on the team? Second but or, really good second at what or he third, does. I think, is where I'm. It's it's too early to really be concrete about this, obviously. It is, but he's taken so many good baby steps this season already. And it all adds up to a lot. It's a, it's a big step he's taken. The growth, the maturity. I hope the shot selection continues to improve. I think that helps when you have better players around you as well. Mm-hmm. When you're forced to take bad shots because you can't pass to a Kogi because he literally can't score for you. The thing is, I would like to see that out of Culver, out of Ant, out of Okogi. Like, we have so much young talent. Even McDaniels. Like, we need to see them all continue to step up and become role players. Become, like, those second, third best players behind Mm -hmm. Cat. Because we don't know what what D'Lo's future looks like. I think D'Lo's future is with the Timberwolves. So is D'Lo our second best player right now? I would say so. Technically, I would say so, yes. Just based off of skill, yeah. Maybe not to what he contributes. I think other players contribute more than he does. But it's so hard to say because of how many games has he played with Cat. I know. How many games That's do you play with the best player on our team? Because it's tough. been, what, five total, I think, or something like that? It's like four or five. But with him being out, Ant is honestly our second best player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's awesome to see that. And that's why I think he could be that second, <clears throat> third best player on a championship team. Well, he's showing he's he's better than D'Lo in two years. Mm-hmm. And also, as unfair as it is, D'Lo plays a more important position. Point guard is the most important position on the court on offense. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a little different when you have a player like LeBron James, who is the de facto point guard on offense. He doesn't guard point guards on defense, but he's the point guard on offense. 
So you can have a lesser, but then you, they, they need to fit a certain role and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. So circling back to what you originally said, it was what do you think Ant's ceiling is? For impact level-wise, like compared to impact level to a player, I, I mean, I like to make comparisons to championship level, you know, yeah, criteria. That's, that's the goal. Yes, exactly. And unfortunately, even if he doesn't win it here, could he be the second best player on a championship team if he joined up with player X, player Y, player Z? Like, if you put him with fucking like Nikola Jokic, how good is he gonna be on offense when they can't when they can't double him ever? Because you can't double away from from Jokic because he'll just like that would actually be very scary. because when he's attacking the rim and Jokic is like, hey, see, I'm gonna slip out 14 feet and I'm right I'm right here right here. All you gotta do is make that one read. A lineup of Murray, Ant, MPJ. No, MPJ's not on the team if, if Ant's on the team. You There's think no so? You don't way. think so? They'd run him at the two and three? I think so. A, I don't think Michael Porter Jr. on that team in two years. I think they trade him. Like, I was forwarded it to you and Ray Ray that they should potentially trade him, like, kind of now because he doesn't play defense and he's oft injured or oft doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. So they need a more mature player because the window is not, it's not long. The window for a championship is not, it's not big. Especially in today's game. So, do you think with D'Lo coming back and us having D'Lo, Cat, Ant, who else in their starting lineup at that point? I mean, Beasley. honestly, I'd love to see, yeah, Beasley but and McDaniels. I would yeah. love to see McDaniels. Yeah, he looks like a great Swiss Army knife right now. Mm-hmm. He's very skinny. He's undersized. He needs to put on weight. But the defense and heart that he plays with, it's like that same drive and motor that you see out of a Kogi. Yeah. Really, yeah, it's just <clears throat> all-out hustle. Except and he actually has an offensive game. <laughs> that, and he makes smarter plays. Okogi, that motor kind of dominates his mind yeah. sometimes and the decisions he makes and he Honestly, gets going and it looks like a train wreck. When I floated the question to you about him, can he can he evolve into a player similar to Tony Allen? Because Tony Allen did some bonehead plays where he's just yeah. like he's like fuck it, I'm driving at the rim. You mm-hmm. ain't gonna stop me. And he sees some like crazy athletic shit and yeah. it doesn't go in. But you're like, it, I love seeing the heart, but mm-hmm. dude, you can't take it up on like whoever. Like you can't take that up on Shaq. Get mm-hmm. out of here, man. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb play. That makes me think of Corey Brewer and all of those great times that he had with us. Yes, yeah. I really liked Corey Brewer. He was put some spec on the. Man, yeah, yeah, 50 pointer, 50 pointer, respect. How many 50 pointers has Cat got? Dude played with so much heart. That's what I love to see, and that's why I still like Okogi, and I think he has so much value still. But I just he needs to tighten up the offensive game, and that's very obvious. I was looking up his basketball reference earlier today. It's year three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like he's been in the league so much longer, like four or five. That's I thought he was honestly on year four or five. It doesn't help that the past two seasons have been affected so much by COVID, so they feel like they've been multiple yeah, seasons. Yeah, that's true. By the way, Zion, I think he's a great player. The health thing is it does scare me, but mm-hmm. God, he's so much fun to watch. He really is. Oh, he's man. the ideal four I would love next to Cat. It would never happen, <laughs> but... He plays with a quiet heart, too. Yeah. He's, like, fierce on the court. Mm-hmm. And then you hear, him, you hear him on the sidelines, and he's just such a humble, like, nice, like... He just and sounds like a shy Did little you watch kid. anything at All-Star no, weekend? Not, I think there's clips from the actual game. They were getting some interviews on him on the sideline, and he sounded so nervous out of his mind. Yeah. And, like, granted, he I would be, too. Like you're that. playing with the best of the best. But, yeah, he looks so shy and but so But at the same time, humble. he got recruited to go to Duke. You don't think he's been having, like, the, the kind of... Not this kind of fame, but you don't think he's been having fame since, like, the ninth grade when he probably started getting recruited by these D1 schools? I remember when I still had my Instagram back in high school, like, seeing stuff of him in, like, middle school. I think it was, like, eighth grade when he, like, started getting really, really big on his Instagram and, like, yeah. doing those crazy windmill dunks in his, in his <clears throat> little league games and shit like that. What a ride it's been for him. Yeah. would love I mean, to have him on our team. So, coming back to Okogi, maybe getting up to that level of Tony mm-hmm. Allen or uh, Andre Robertson, what do you think he has to do? Is it just all offense that he has to work on to get to that level? 
either that or he has to be so good on defense that his offense doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And like, the, he has to. Like you were saying, like they can't take him off the floor when yeah. certain other players are on because he has to be that lockdown defender. On. He has to be what Paul George or Jimmy Butler was when they were really young guarding LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why both those two players blew up because they're like, holy shit, these guys are guarding LeBron fucking James, making these games go 6 7. They're making these series go 6 7. Because of how good they are defensively. And what you notice is those guys always kind of had that killer mentality in them. But I think being able to be recognized for their defense, playing against some of the greatest people like LeBron James, that gives you a little bit of swagger and confidence, which I don't think Okogi really has right now. Yeah. It looks more like his energy and that crazy like drive are, are driving him and making his decisions instead of like a little bit of swagger and attitude that I think he needs and yeah. confidence. Because he, sometimes when he's out there offensively, doesn't look confident. No, he doesn't It looks like he's second-guessing everything he's doing. My thing with that is to, to actually kind of piggyback off what you said, mm -hmm. I don't think he has the killer mentality. I think he's a dog. But there's a difference between being a dog and being a killer. I don't think he's a killer. I think he's a dog. You put him on LeBron's team, and assuming LeBron likes him, he props him up, and he's like, dude, you're really good. And then he hears that, and he's just like, I'm really good mm -hmm. when I'm playing with LeBron. Yeah. And then when he leaves, he's not as good, but like he can still contribute. He just needs that boost of confidence. Whereas like Jimmy Baller, he don't need no confidence. Paul George, he don't need no confidence. Yeah, that was a boost to their confidence, but they didn't need it. They were already ascending to be better than what they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They are already on that come up. Okay, so back to the initial question here. Yeah. Impact level, where do you think he ranks? We'll just go one through oh, five on a championship team. No. Kobe? Ant. Ant. Okay, we're really circling back. Yeah. One through five on a championship team. Or I should let's like say right one now ten. or one in a few years when he's already Both. gotten better. Both. Okay. Right? No, let's do three. Right now, in two years, so after his after his third season, so after three full seasons, and then after six seasons, say. I think right now, depending on your championship team and what it looks like, your starting lineup, he could be in your starting lineup. I don't think he's going to be maybe even your third or fourth best player. He I might be your fifth. I don't think it hurts you by having him on the floor. No. He's a go-to option for scoring. Yep. And the shot selection is getting better. He's starting to actually get some foul calls, which is which kind is of nice. nice the foul is nice. Well, I don't want him to be discouraged from driving because then that'll open up his shot. And he's just so good at you creating You think the dunks the he's so not going to discourage him? No, no way. No, 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 no. I know. He's never going to be He's not going to be discouraged, but <laughs> Like, he needed to start getting some of those yeah, calls, he did, too, because then you attack the rim and mm -hmm. throw down more posters like he's already done. God. So right now, you're saying so right now, you're yeah. saying fifth or the fourth, leaning on that fifth, probably. I think so. And if he continues to take all these baby steps, maybe in three years, he could be that, like, second or third go-to option. I don't think even in six years he could be the best player on a championship team. I think he's always going to be, like, maybe capped off at two, depending on how much he ascends. But I by think he, way, could, he could consistently way, be your third or fourth That's not best a bad player. thing. Being no. the second best player on a championship team means you're really fucking good. Mm -hmm. means you're a top 20 player guaranteed yeah because people can put up numbers people that say cat's a top 20 player right now you're wrong he hasn't proven shit mm -mm. his one playoff series granted what was his second year way too one early. of the best centers he in the sucked. league but not a top 20 player he sucked there's a difference between freaking the bum from houston who's now on atlanta made him look like a chump he literally took his lunch and then took his pants and then took his shirt and he's just like go home now it was disheartening to see he did meanwhile he, he kind of chirped back and bodied him for the one playoff game i went to that home game that we won <laughs> but other than that the other four games he got worked granted different position and honestly capella is a very good defender yeah plain and simple but having said that wiggins looked good in that playoff series he did butler looked better but butler's butler like yeah. knew butler was better mm -hmm. wiggins actually looked good. he had some clutch moments like clutching a first round damn near sleep but still mm -hmm. we were also playing the best team assembled for a while you can talk about the 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 year the golden state won all them games this team for the rockets was better than that team so because that, they didn't take them by storm people were set up to stop this kind of offense and you couldn't stop it you just couldn't so to tie in that question again that rockets team was definitely built for a championship run for so many years 
and that year they should have won it. Yeah, they really should. They really should have. No, so you put they did, they did but, and shit happens. But and put I'm Ant not saying, on that team. Which where does he rank then? He's not. He's not in their starting lineup. But that's because that how that team was assembled. It was yeah, literally yeah. James Harden is the goat. That's what they believed. They're not wrong for that because he was the he is the best offensive player in the league. Uh, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah, Lamelo versus Ant for Rookie of the Year, or just in general their for trajectory their, for their careers. I think Lamelo <laughs> does have like a special talent to him. I don't think he's as hyped up as everybody wants to believe, or that he's Rookie of the Year already. He's shown glimpses of being a really, really good player. He needs to tighten up his efficiency, tighten down the turnovers. I want him to tone back the flashiness, but I think, like you said, that's part of his game. Yeah. He wants to do that. He wants to show off, and he wants to do the, the crazy <clears throat> types of passes, take those crazy shots. Yeah. And he's just crazy. And he's good. He works well for Charlotte, though, because they have a lot of shooters around them, and so him mm-hmm. looking to drive and create but also get out all the time. I think that helps Lamelo's look to <clears throat> is having players like Rogier and Hayward alongside him. Even like Bridges isn't bad. What they could but... use right now is trading for a big. Um, but anyways, though, just compare the two. Like those two against each other. Like, what do you wish Ant did more similar to Lamelo? What do you what do you think Ant does better than Lamelo? Like, obviously scoring at the rim, there's no comparison. I think Ant's tightening up his efficiency better than Lamelo in more ways. Like, but not as many turnovers, I think he had better to go. shot selection. He had further to go. Lamelo was already like, <clears throat> yeah, like they're saying, more of a complete player and ant just needs to step up and become more complete he's tightening up the efficiency better than Lamelo is he's showing bigger steps and improvement in his game but that speaks to what i said he had farther to go yeah it's easier to he, improve he when you're have... not close to your peak so like mm-hmm. say Lamelo was already at like 75 percent of his That's, potential i was gonna ask what do you think they're at for potential wise i think Lamelo's already at like 75 80 percent like he, i, I would need to improve, watch more tighten up things and, and actually no i'm not even gonna say that go up, but... Ta- ask me this question a year from now Okay. Because I want to see Lamelo year two after the league has had a chance to dissect him. Yeah, and also, yeah. let's see, maybe there's an injury next year, and it sucks to, to say that, but it's it's sports. Injuries happen. So let's say Hayward misses 15 games next year. How does Lamelo look in his absence? Say Rogier, same thing, misses 15 games. Mm-hmm. I want to see how he looks when people are out. Because yeah. you want to know what Ant has? He has plenty of time to play without his best players. Cat's, cat hurt his wrist, then got COVID. That sucks. D'Angelo Devo just had quad. knee surgery. He was playing a little bit with him before, or the yeah. knee surgery. Thing, he his quad, no, he hurt his quad first. He hurt his quad, and then he had knee surgery. And look, that just sucks. Yeah. You're playing without two players that should be better than you. They are better than you right now. Mm-hmm. And he, well, he's already showing so much of what he can do, and that's without really a lot of help and at all. So like, imagine having D'Lo back, having Cat yeah. back, having Getting Beasley, Beasley back, who's got suspended for 12 games. He's still out to the 27th. I think a lot of the answers to a lot of the questions we're going to have... It's going to be time. It's time. Yeah. And getting our actual starting lineup to play together for many, many minutes. They haven't played... They haven't played together yet? They've shared the floor. They've played three games this season together. That's bullshit. Rubio and Cat have more time shared on the floor now than D'Lo and Cat. And I think By a was, lot. By a lot. A lot. Because D'Lo, D'Lo and Cat, and Cat I think it was like 80 minutes It's, together, but it's, it's like four games. games. They've played yeah. together four games. four games. One last year, three this year. That's that, unacceptable, by the way. Well, it's not even four games in total length. Like, I think it was like 80 minutes, 80, yeah. 90 minutes. Like, that's... Yeah. Maybe three games if if you're playing that full length of like yeah. thirty five plus and minutes. So all this all these steps that we've seen from Ant recently, do you think that happens sooner if Finch is our coach at the beginning of the season? No, because he was making moves while while Ryan Saunders was coach. He's been improving the whole year. I think part of that may I mean, maybe maybe this speaks more to Vanderpool. Maybe he's doing a really good good job developing him. He's known Finch. as a defensive guy. Finch. No, Vanderpool, the defensive guy who's our assistant. Oh he's okay, our head okay. assistant. He's yeah. been here the whole year, I'm saying. Maybe maybe yeah, it's yeah. his impact where I don't know. I don't know these coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't know the impact. I'm not in practice. But like he's been making progression the whole year. Ryan Saunders was the head coach. He gets credit for some of that. Mm-hmm. Chris Finch is head coach now. He gets credit for some of that as well. 
But I'm putting a majority of it on Saunders and his the staff that he had mm-hmm. assembled. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that have been here the whole time. Yeah. When Saunders left, just Saunders left. No other assistant coaches left. There was a point, too, where Saunders actually was having Ant do more things off-ball on offense and getting more involved than just, like, every third possession was give it to the rookie and watch him go. Because at first, that's all we were doing. And <laughs> yeah. It kind of works, because that's part of Ant's game, but you got to get him more involved. Cutting, off-ball screen mm-hmm. action, because that's when you're going to get the sweet baseline posters. Yeah. Or not baseline posters. Watch him just drive the paint and then dunk on the center. And well, then the, you're like, oh my god, dunk of the year! I think there were three or four times, going back to when I said Ant's getting more calls now, when took it to the rim. Like, three or four times got and one calls i love to see that it's just drive it's just heart and going back to your question Ant has more drive and more heart than lamello does i really think he does i don't know man lamello's on the hustle lamello's he's out there hustling he he's is. building a brand he's out there grinding, not just in basketball i don't know he, he's going Ant- the lebron route he's building everything like watch in three years he's gonna have a signature shoe i can't say Ant will because Ant's outward personality isn't there as much That's there's true. more to basketball like basketball's yeah. not all about just playing basketball yeah it's so much more and I can't say this because I don't know either of them. Which one is which one do people gravitate more towards? Do they want to play with Lamelo more? Do they want to play with Ant more? That's a big deal. That's a really big question. And I think right now it's Lamelo. I do, I, but part of that's because I think he's just a bigger name. People yeah. are like, oh, I've seen that guy clown around. He looks like he's a lot of fun to play with. Mm-hmm. And then they look at Ant. It's like he's very quiet. He's very reserved. Mm-hmm. But who's to say in private at practice he's not goofing off? He's not or or not people moving off. Or maybe he's it. just. Maybe he's just balling out. He's just like, watch this. Maybe he's doing what Jimmy Butler in the in- mm-hmm. did in the infamous practice. He's putting people on notice. That's who what knows. I'm wondering I don't too. know. I'm guessing it's not to that level. Cause a little bit though, he seems like he's funny. Like he would goof around and like to have yeah. fun like that and trash talk. He's done some trash talking a little bit already. Like I hope that's like I just want to see him have fun. Yeah. Like because when he get players like Cat, who for his first what five years didn't look like he had any fun, Mm-mm. then he got his buddy and he's like, yeah, we're gonna have fun now. And then they played three games together this year, and. Cat now seems like he's having a little bit more fun. He's got a little bit more trust, I think, in other players outside of just his close-knit yeah. super friends, which is a big deal. I'm just glad to see he's doing better. He had a shitty fucking year. Like yeah. a lot of people did, but to see him bounce back and actually like smile and like yeah. see it's his great to see. wins, it's that's, great what, to see. that's what you want to see. I have no doubt in my mind that he's a he's a good dude. Just the same thing with D'Lo. I think D'Lo's a goofball and a dumbass, but I'm a goofball and a dumbass. I guarantee <laughs> I'd get along with D'Lo. I guarantee we'd be fast friends. Yeah. We, we'd do, it wouldn't even matter. I guarantee he's super fun, mm-hmm. but there is a professionalism you need to have in every aspect of your life to some extent. But Do you like, think Ant has more professionalism than Lamelo? Yes, yes, than Lamelo. But it's a different kind because, like, Lamelo's growing his brand. He doesn't care if he looks like a goofball. Lamelo's just building his brand the way he sees fit. Yeah. And props on that, but it does come across a little bit less professional. Mm-hmm. And, like, he says things to... They just asked him the other day because it's his first time playing against LeBron. Are you going against LeBron? Well, how does that make you feel? I don't know. It's just another game to me. Mm-hmm. But he said it with a smile on his face where you know there's more to it than that. Whereas, like, you're supposed to show humble there. You're supposed to be like... It's LeBron. He's the greatest. I'm gonna. That's when you can bring in your coach speak. I'm gonna approach it like every other game of the year. Blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. All that garbage. Whereas Lamelo is just like that. Doesn't phase me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just another game. It's not just another game. LeBron is the greatest player you're probably ever gonna get to play with mm-hmm. or against anything like that. Well, let me flip the question back to you then. Like, what do you think Ant's better at than Lamelo right now? What do you think he's worse at? Honestly, I think they're even on defense. Yeah. I do think I, I think Ant's a better scorer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure, there are gonna be games where Lamelo scores more than him, but like, what's Lamelo's the most points he scored in a game this year? Because I'm better than him forty. Because otherwise, he'd be up there for the youngest players to hit forty in a game, just like Ant. Mm-hmm. Ant's got multiple thirty-point games. Mm-hmm. Ant's got a bunch of twenty-point games. Mm-hmm. And if you scrap the first ten games of the 
season when he just didn't know what the hell he was doing in a professional locker room. Yeah. He looks a lot better after that. Mm-hmm. Now, it's weird. I didn't think I'd ever be saying this. Lamelo's <laughs> a better three-point shooter. Yeah. His broke-ass jump shot, which works. Something about those broke-ass jump shots. Do <clears throat> you think that's something Lamelo's going to get better than at uh, compared to Ant? Like, being able to recruit people? Like, if he's already building that brand and already becoming, like, the guy that people want to play with? I, see, that's so much. There's so much behind the scenes that we don't know I about. Know. Cause like Kyrie recruits people. Kyrie just seems like a, a just not, a not good person that you want to play with. He is always yeah, a little people, out there. Yet a lot of people kind of want to play with him too. Yeah, like. actually, I heard this was shout out to Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, uh, he floated this theory. He said USA Basketball is why Super Team started because of USA Basketball. Kevin Garnett reunited with Paul Pierce because I think they're on the same team in yeah. 2004 or whatever it was. Then hey, in 07, it rekindled some stuff, and then. That was the first wave. And then that included LeBron as well, because it was 04. And then LeBron, 08, was like, hey, D-Wade, Bashi boy, hey, Mello, you're oh. pretty cool too. And all of a sudden a super team was created. Yeah. Then the next wave was Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan is another guy that's, that uh-huh. I don't, I, th- I think he might share some agent or something, or some business relationship. But they, they got to know him through a different way, but like, USA Basketball has helped these super teams to form. Totally makes sense now looking at it. Like, how often do they... Obviously, the Olympics are played every four years. No, do they do two. Because they do, they, do FIBA, they do FIBA every four years, and they do Olympics every four years, but they alternate every two years. So it's FIBA, and then two oh, years later, Olympics. Then two years later, FIBA, then two years later, Olympics. So they're actually playing USA Basketball every two every years. Every two years. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like every two years, you're coming together with some of your best friends to play ball. And or then these random practice, people. And then, yeah, or random people. And, and then, then you're realizing, like, them. hey, I like playing with you. Yeah. This works out really well, and we're kicking ass across seas, so why don't we do that in the league? Yep. Because, yeah, that was the whole thing when the uh, when the Miami Trio formed. Supposedly, they wanted, really, really wanted, and I don't know if this is true, because no one's actually come out and said it of the people. They wanted Melo to be their third. They were like, dude, Melo, come here. You'll, you and LeBron play the three and the four? Who gives a shit? No one's going to be able to guard you. Yeah, yeah. And he took the money to stay in, in New York. In New York. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, don't don't forget, he's from right outside of New York. He played at Syracuse. He's got New York ties. Mm-hmm. His wife is from New York. She loves it, supposedly. Like, to expect a, a person to uproot their lives, their family. He's got kids. Like You're a big Melo guy, aren't you? I'm a big person guy. So anyone okay. who's like, rips and like, he's so stupid for doing that. No, your life isn't based off of basketball his life is based off his life he's got a family he's got friends like it's not just about playing basketball winning championships well and if you're like one of the best iso scores that the league's ever seen and you get a chance to do it in new york and all those things around you are from new york like that's you you live and breathe that of course that's where you want to play and you don't don't think ego played a factor like hey i'm mellow i'm carmelo anthony Mm -hmm. i'm a top five player in the league right now he was a top five player in the league right then by the way top five for sure Mm -hmm. you want me to go play second fiddle lebron who's the best player like, I can accept that. But then you also want me to be on the same tier as Dwayne Wade? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a hit, whether he thinks he's better than him or not. Does he really want to play behind him? Or he can say New York, what if I win a championship in New York? What mm-hmm. the hell is that going to do for me? Because mm-hmm. that's a lot, dude. The, the next person that wins a championship in the city of New York for the Knicks. Because the Nets, that's sorry. huge. Nets, get out of here. No one cares. You're in Brooklyn. You're actually from freaking, you're you're from across the river. In, in New river. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're, yeah. you're from New Jersey. You're the Nets. You're, you're the New Jersey Nets. You're mm-hmm. not the you're not the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Not, the New, not the New York Nets. I wonder how many people in Brooklyn roll with the Nets. They got adopted not, fast. Yeah. Jay-Z had a big part in that. Okay. He okay. marketed the hell out of them, did a great job, grew the brand. Yeah. He yeah. got him Barclay. He was one of the he was one of the people who helped get Barclays built. Wait, right? That's where they play now, isn't it? Yeah. 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 The Barclays Center. Yeah. I think he's out as a part owner now, but like, yeah, he had a big, like, Jay-Z was a big dude, like at the time even more, part owner. Shout out to Jay-Z. You want to come around and 
turn things around in Minnesota, that'd be great. Actually, yes, please, please do that. Buy a Glenn Taylor and then put a statue of him in downtown. So, or actually, do we have a famous Minnesota it. athlete or something that could do? Unshout out to Glenn Taylor. Actually, no, 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 no. Shout out Randy Moss. I know you're a big ball. <laughs> I know you love ball. Can you can you come back to Minnesota? Mossy. Maybe. Um, no, seriously though, Randy Moss is a huge basketball fan. Can he come back and me just buy the Timberwolves, please? Him, Garnett. No, he'll bring in Who Garnett. Else? No, no, Garnett can't be on it now because Glenn Taylor is psycho and he hates Garnett for when whatever did, reason. Kirby Puckett passed away, right? Yeah, he passed away in like 99 or 2000. It was oh, that was a long young. time ago. Way too young. How young was he? He like retired and died like three years later or some shit like that. Oh, shit. He was a, such an icon. Can awesome. you imagine those three coming together? Like some of the three <laughs> biggest, like probably the three biggest Minnesota sports well, icons. The thing with that all, I could think the of. The thing with all three of them is, I'm assuming Garnett's in good standing. I believe Randy Moss is in good standing. He's still working. He seems like he's still hustling. To bring this back to the Timberwolves, why couldn't have Marbury have stayed? We traded Ray Allen for Stefan Marbury, essentially. Why couldn't have Billups And they were stayed? so good today. I, I remember Because the... Billups would have been, been a backup to Terrell Brandon. Yeah, yeah. I think, at the time. And I, I know that's what they said the direction they wanted to go anyway, but I thought about that too. I was like, damn, what if we could have kept Chauncey somehow? Like, Well, I mean, KG, KG gives him a lot of props. He said TV, he helped prop Billups up. He gave, yeah. him, he, gave him, he gave him the download on the league. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you got to earn your stuff, but like... You also got to be, you also got to kind of take what's given and then reach for more. Which is then crazy because as soon as he goes <clears> to Detroit, <throat> they just start assembling everybody. And oh, they, yeah. they get so good. Um, literally the next year. Yeah, because literally the Lakers went to four straight. It was ridiculous. No one, no one's going to stop him. And then yeah. Ben Wallace comes out there and he's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm Shaq's kryptonite. Okay. Uh, I next, got a little. Next segment. Next segment here. Draft. We have a 40% chance to remain in the top three, which uh-huh. means we keep our chance. Our mm-hmm. pick, if we have the number one overall, or number one overall odds. Yep. We have a 60% chance to lose. That's to go picks four or five, which really sucks, but it's... Whatever. And it's going to Golden State, right? So What's your dream scenario? What do, you want, what do you want to happen? Keep in mind, I think the top two players in the draft are both point guards. One of them, which is so unfair, I did a little bit of looking in, because I was just watching the tournament. I'm like, oh, who's this? who are these guys? Who are these top prospects? The number one overall prospect is like a six foot seven. People are like, he could be like Luca. I'm like, don't compare anyone to Luca. This is horrible. That's like comparing someone to Michael Jordan yeah, or Kobe Bryant yeah. or LeBron James. You just fucked up his career. Andrew Wiggins much? If Andrew Wiggins is compared to Jerry Stackhouse instead of LeBron James, he don't go number one overall. Or and then Maple Jordan is the nickname. Yeah, like, great nickname by the way. I love that nickname. I don't care. Nickname. That's a great nickname. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot to live up to. So I know you and Ray Ray brought this up, but like that spicy Aaron Gordon trade rumor, I would, I'd be willing to pull the trigger on that. You want to do that this year and then lose out on the pick, or do you want to? Who says we lose out on the pick though? Because there's like some. We're already losing out on the pick right now. We're winning. We've won two out of the last three or some shit like that. Well, then do we just (laughs) pull the trade and then try to? See how Gordon fits with us and build some chemistry that way, and finally have some actual like beef at the four. Or do we, like we keep saying, give it time. It needs to be time. That could be the solution. Do we not trade Beasley, keep him, and then see how it actually works out once we get everybody back and then just roll the dice on whatever happens with the draft? I don't know. I don't know what the correct thing to do is. We don't even need to tank because tanking doesn't really do anything using, with, our, with our chances. Using all the information you have available, all the research you've done for anything, what do you what do you want to happen? I've, it's not what you think is best. What do you actually want to happen? The only draft information I've done research on is literally what you just told me. So, <laughs> I think the, well, the idea of getting draft is five deep. The next Luca, you guys deep. can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. Five deep? That's what they're saying. Five deep. But it don't matter. It's three deep for the Wolves because we ain't getting four or five. Do we want a guard? I think we... Are you kidding me? We'll take anything. 
D'Lo can play the one or the two. If we get a, a true yeah, point guard, D'Lo can play the two. Yeah, our defense is going to be horrible in our backcourt, most likely, because rookie guards, it's very hard for them to adjust to defense in the NBA. It's just a That fact. gives Beasley more value, too, if we want to trade him. Yeah, potentially. Depending on what we draft, yeah. And could slide but, in at the three. <clears throat> or the two, wherever you need him to. Because, honestly, Ray Ray said it. D'Lo is, he's just fucking Jamal Crawford. He's, what's his face for the Clipper? Lou Will. He's, yeah. he's that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's going to pay the max contract, but doesn't matter if you're paying everyone's rookie contracts. Fucking bench his ass. Yeah, he's what? He'll still get to play with Cat. Let him tear up the second I don't think you made a list, but me and Ray Ray did, and we put him at like 19th or 20th overall of our top point guards. It's kind of sad. I'm not as harsh because I think if you're building a lot of value. I think if you're building a team and you're outside of the top 10 in point guards, you're not winning a championship if that player is your best player. Yeah. And really, it's probably tighter than that. It's not even the top 10. It's like the top like seven point guards. You're not winning a championship with them as your best player. I wish D'Lo would be comfortable coming off the bench too. Yeah. Do you think he ever would? After this contract, maybe. I think he's getting enough money that... And maybe it's not even... I guess I'm answering this differently. So do I think he'd be comfortable coming off the bench? I think he could be talked into it. I think you would have to talk him into it though. You'd have to Cat find would the have to reasons. Talk him into it. Whether it's Cat or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you need to get him on board with it. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's possible. Because then I think I drafting, don't think it's likely. Drafting a guard <clears throat> makes a lot of sense. It really does play alongside Ant. Like, Rubio's getting older. Rubio kind of wants out, is what I've heard. Who can blame him? There's lots of pictures right now of Rubio being a big mentor to Ant, coaching him a lot on the sidelines. Do we want to keep him around? In case that's the case, of, yes. Guard? That's the case, yes. If Rubio is being a mentor and he's helping, if Rubio has any impact on how Ant has progressed this year, I want him on my goddamn team. Do you think he wants to go somewhere and win a ring? Probably. I think so. I think he didn't want to leave Phoenix. Yeah, so I think it's just <clears throat> playing the waiting game and being patient, really. You yeah. could make a haste move and try to trade for somebody, but that puts you in a win-now mentality, and we shouldn't really be in that mentality yeah. because we have a long way to go to be at a win now stage in the game and so my dream scenario does hinge on the nba making changes partially Ooh, okay okay my dream scenario is the nba goes you want to know what's really fucking fun having these little playing games let's keep this having ten, these little playing games for the okay. playoffs yeah 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 these 10 teams quote-unquote making it that's fun because then it's like teams that are like kind of out of it but you're in the west so you're still a good damn team yeah yeah by the way the AFC's not being the fucking one seed anyways give my team a little more hope give my team a little more if we're healthy we could be up there contending for that playing spot yeah by the way remember possibly the most fun timberwolves game that we've had in the last 15 years to play in game against denver Last game of the oh, season yeah, yeah, for the yeah, playoff yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. Cat comes up huge, huge. Let's Ma- put that on Jokic the battling was so much fun. So everybody listening, we're going to do a, a pretty fun segment in the future where we're going to go back and we're going to watch historic Timberwolves games and then we're going to talk about them. This is going to be one of those games. This oh, has to be oh, one yeah. of those games that we go back and I know watch. someone who's last that game. Ziambu. Jealous. I know. Because it was last game of the like, season against he's Denver a basketball at home. Fan. Yeah, at home. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. For the playoffs, just crazy. Butler come back, like, what, like, five games before there or something like that? Like, mm-hmm. he didn't back long. Granted, I think they stretched it because they thought they were going to coast in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They had to play for it. But um, that was a ton of fun. And then we lost to the Rockets, as we already discussed. <laughs> yeah. I was at that one game we won, though. That was so much <laughs> fucking fun. I had never seen the Target Center more hyped, yeah. more packed, on yeah. a whole new level. Like, my mom, the absolute non-sports fan that she is. <laughs> She, at work in 2004, her work had season tickets to the Timberwolves. Then, in the playoffs, they said, fuck season tickets. We're going to get a box. So, my mom got to go to a, to a Timberwolves game in the playoffs against the Lakers. And she, she got, got the, she got the thunder stick things, the oh little six filled with air. Yeah, make yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. She was in a box. They can't hear. It doesn't matter. Still super jealous. That's so cool. Yeah. 
What the hell? Yeah, oh I gosh. Remember, I remember good just perks. being at home watching those games on TV. We used to be able to, to actually be there. We used to go to Timberwolves games or t- uh, Twins games. Sorry, me would have been so happy. <laughs> I didn't practice for two weeks with you guys. So backing it up, what were we talking about? My top scenario about- for the draft. So I said, ideally, for in my scenario, and I don't know this is great for the league, but in my scenario, they keep the play-in game so the 10, 10 teams kind of almost make it. Mm-hmm. And then what we do is we keep losing this year. We get a pick. We determine, can we use this pick and our other assets, which I have a different question for you after this, to trade for a player better than Aaron Gordon? Or do we just straight, do that Do that almost straight-up trade? I'm sure there's other picks involved, but do we just do Beasley for Gordon? And then next year, we go gung-ho. We aren't aiming for the sixth seed. We aren't aiming for the four seed. We're not aiming for the one seed. We're aiming for the eight seed. If we get the ten seed, we're playing to try to get into the playoffs for mm-hmm. reals. But that's the kind of improvement I want to. See. I don't want. I don't want to unrealistically be like, now we're going to make the playoffs, guaranteed. No, I, let's let's get to the point where we're playing for the playoffs. I think that's what we did too much when we had Butler on our team. We we're going. That was, that was Tibbs. Hum- that's just Tibbs' mentality. Though. I know that guy's also crazy. Mm-hmm. Really good coach, but dude, dude's got drive to just be the best, mm-hmm. and he's a really good coach. Terrible GM, in my opinion. Great coach, though. But I think if, like what you were saying, take more of a baby step and say, hey, we're only going to try for the eighth seed. Anything better? Sure, that's awesome if it works out. But if it doesn't, I honestly let's think, keep building up towards that. Like, that's the goal. And I think if you uh, look at any kind of press statement released by Gerson Rosas about this season, before the season started, he never said playoffs. No. He never said that. Mm-mm. He essentially said this is an evaluation year. Yeah. He kind of said we're not going to keep our pick most likely. Which is... We're going to get the we're gonna get that 9-12 to 12 pick and we're going to deal with it, but we're going to mesh. We're going to grow. We're going to get better. We're going to make other moves, which we've made other moves. Mm-hmm. And he's done a really good job with that. <clears throat> yeah. So I think, yeah, being patient, seeing what we get in the draft, I think that's the smarter route to um, go. Because I trust him. He's made good moves already. Yeah, but I want to I wanna keep the pick. I want to keep the top three pick. Yeah. I want that pick. There's a center that we could potentially draft. Could Cat ever play the four? Because he can't play the five. Not on defense. Can he play the four? I would love to see him play the four. Yeah. Can, can he thin out? Like, Is that what he has to do? What, do, what would he need to do to Stretch play the four? Stretch it out because he's athletic. You've seen him like... Yeah. But he's not quick. And a lot of the quick. fours now are big threes. A lot of fours are Anthony Edwards at six foot seven. But he can size people up. He can body. Up. Yeah. Then that's where they had the switch. So they're going to have the height. Him and whatnot. He, like, <clears throat> shoot he, over people. Yeah, shoot over people. He shoots I want to see him thin out. He's shooting over, like, DeAndre Ayton. Like, I want to so, so casually. Like, in my in, in the scenario where he plays the four, I want to see him thin out decent bit. Yeah. I want to see some a little more quickness out of him if I can. And then I want to see him w- change his shot. I don't want to see him shooting sh- set shots. I know he's 6'11", 6'10", whatever he is. I want to see him shooting jump shots. Because mm-hmm. that's how you ultimately get over people even more. I just think that that can, if you were to go to the four, which we'll never do, we'll never play him at the four. We'll draft a center and we'll play him at the quote unquote four, and it's not, it doesn't matter. We're running two bigs. Cat's gonna take the easier defensive matchup. But the guy in this year's draft, on he's on USC. I actually watched part of their last tourney game, mm-hmm. and he yeah, he's showing some athleticism out there. He's kind of fun to watch. Now, does it translate to the NBA? Not necessarily. Give me a player comp. Oh, shit. I looked up his draft stuff, and they said they kind of compared him to Bam, but half-ass. Like they're like, yeah, this yeah. isn't a this isn't a straight player comp, but like he's a little bit on the. <clears throat> I think he's just a little bit well, on the. Bam's so unique. Yeah, he but really he, is. I think he's like a six foot ten center, which is fine in today's NBA. You don't need to be seven well, foot. How tall is Bam? Six nine. I think he's six nine. Yeah. yeah. So like he's a little bit on the undersized part, but he's still a little taller. He's got a crazy long uh, reach, so he's mm-hmm. he can he can get blocked. He's a good shot blocker. Mm-hmm. His jump shot, he has good form, but it's not consistent. Which you hear about a lot of players coming out of college, and a lot of them transition well. Some mm-hmm. of them don't. Whatever. Wiggins was the same way. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Coming out, his jump shot still looks good. And mm-hmm. every time we lose him, I'm like that looks good. Yeah. Then he doesn't go in. I'm like, it doesn't make sense because Wiggins sucks. <laughs> but whatever. 
Slight, slight Timberwolf bias here? Yeah, probably. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, it's stuff like that. Like, that was kind of the comparison for him. So, yeah. he can slide in at the 4 or 5. Like, he can he can hopefully, in a year, guard guard fives. Not well, but then again, it's still probably going to be better than Cat. Mm-hmm. And Cat can hopefully take an easier defensive assignment. <clears throat> he doesn't have to anchor your defense. Maybe that helps him. Maybe he's a better off-ball defender than playing, like, the 5, where he's just like, everything runs through me on defense. He's not Joel Embiid. And I know Finch has said he's wanted to run things more through Cat, so you think that works well? Putting Cat at the four, letting stuff run through him a lot? You don't see teams running stuff through their four. It doesn't matter. If you, no. Because think about it. Last year, the Nuggets, they ran the ball through Jokic, and they played plumbly with him a ton. Yeah, you can still actually, do it. Yeah, that's true. you got to have smart cutters. you got to have a good scheme around it. Mm-hmm. You can run the ball through anybody. And Cat's smart enough to play that. LeBron James guards power forwards all the time this year. Like it's just he's guarding the easier defensive assignment, and the ball runs through LeBron. It never doesn't. <laughs> I would like to see a, a take on that. Then yeah, kind of switch up our offense like that. Move Cat around. Draft we kind of did it already when we had Taj Gibson. Although yeah. Taj was Taj was the quote unquote four, but he wasn't. He was guarding mm-hmm. the fives, mm-hmm. and it, it allowed Cat to relax on defense a little bit more, yeah. not yeah. have to try, which isn't the best thing because he already doesn't try. But no, but that's when Cat was averaging like 30 a game almost. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. The pressure was off him on defense, so he really got to shine offensively. Which you see... So with, I would like to see more of that. Yeah, which you see with players. That's why defensive specialists exist in the league is to we, free up. Like, Kawhi Leonard yeah. doesn't lock anybody up anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he will in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But during the regular season, he's like, nah, PG, you go guard him. I'm better than you. Get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm above this. Let me just go put, drop 35 on their fucking head. So you drop 29 because you're also still really good, but I'm going to drop 35. We needed a defensive specialist at the center then. That's center power forward, big. But my thing there, though, is can Jade McDaniels function in that role? Can Aaron Gordon guard people? Yes. He's five? strong. He's, he's Tobias Harris. huge. With better defense, he's a worse all-around offensive player. But he's Tobias yeah. Harris on, and with, with mm-hmm. better on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't keep the pick. Next year, hopefully 10 teams can try to make it so we mm-hmm. can shoot for that. And then in the offseason, we explore whether yeah, it's keeping the pick. Gerson Rosas. <laughs> I'm putting the ball in his court. I'm saying... You do what you think is best for the team because two years ago, we thought Andrew Wiggins was untradeable. We literally did. No one thought that was going to happen. We traded for D'Angelo Russell. I still, like, yeah, sure, I don't like D'Angelo, but you think Wiggins going to be any better on our team? It That's the same out. thing it with the, <clears throat> back on the LaMelo Ant thing. You flip teams, they their they're outlook is a lot different. Put LaMelo on this team, he's not looking as good because our team isn't as good. Yeah, we have the better overall player. Everywhere else we're worse. I bet he looks even more inefficient and has even more turnovers. Well, think about it. Actually, maybe less turnovers. Trying to do stuff more himself. Well, I just think I don't know. I just, yeah, sure but he can pass it to Beasley, but he's not playing with D'Lo anymore. Rubio ain't shooting out too. Like, yeah. yeah, Rubio yeah. ain't shooting. Our bigs ain't shooting. He ain't got no one to pass to. <laughs> yeah, I really trust Russell to do the right thing. So, regardless of what that means. Whether that's trading for Gordon in the offseason, like I said, or maybe making a trade for a better player than, than Gordon with an overall pick, or two or three, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because if, if this pick, next draft is supposed to be a lot better than this year's, then that pick becomes way more valuable. Like, say this year, because I think they're still down right now, say Memphis doesn't make the playoffs, but Jaron Jackson Jr. comes back looking pretty goddamn good. But they go, you know what, we don't have a good roster around John. Maybe we trade them Malik Beasley, just a pure fucking shooter to sit around him, because yeah, you know John yeah. Ryan's going to love that. Mm-hmm. He's just Grayson Howard on fucking steroids, or Grayson Allen. And then the number one overall pick, which is another, sure, it might be another guard or a six foot seven guy, who cares? Memphis is going to draft the best player available. They're going to do it. And they're going to do it right, because that's what they've done so far. And then we get Triple J. <clears throat> and then we get Triple J, who can play the five. Yeah. Who can stretch the floor. Yeah. Who is fucking smart and good and sexy, and I love him in our lineup, sliding him in at the, at the quote-unquote four. It doesn't matter. Well, this sounds like a wet dream scenario. It is, because they're never going to trade Triple J, because he's two yeah. years in the league right now, uh-huh. coming off an ACL injury, and hopefully he rebounds well. And I 
wish the best for Do we even have to give them the pick? We do, for sure. We're not trading Michael Beasley for, for Triple J. I'm saying they won't trade him. They don't care that they ASL injury. I'm just saying this is all factors into it. We don't want to give up too much for him, and he's probably not worth the number one overall pick, so you're actually probably going to do like a pick swap where we're going to get the 13th pick. They're going to get the one. Yeah. We get Triple J. They get Beasley. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, that seems more realistic with the pick swap. Is, is he good enough to be the second best player in our champion? <laughs> now, granted, you can recruit. You can recruit, which they will do. Who the hell wouldn't want to play with John Moran? <laughs> Did you see the new poster he had? I think given his skill set, yeah, maybe. Depends on how he comes back from the injury. I don't think he's maybe showed enough no. offensively. I think he's Chris Bosh. I really yeah, do. So I really think he's Chris Bosh. Third, fourth best player. 2.0. Like, he's Chris Bosh. No, solid third. I think he's the second best player. Or third best player. Now, I could be wrong, because he could also go from Chris Bosh to Kevin Garnett. Have like, we stretched every draft scenario, then? I can't think of any other trades. I just don't know who's available. Trades and draft has never <clears> been my strong suit, anyway. I don't watch enough college basketball. I look into stuff. I, like, I definitely look at mocks and stuff and try to read player uh, pro, well, uh, player bios and stuff like that. And Because I, I just like it. I like reading about the, I the young players. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my, my dream scenario is to get a top three pick, keep it into the offseason, potentially flip it if there's a scenario that, yeah. that we like as a team or as mm-hmm. an organization. I, I'm putting face in Rosas. I know some people are already kind of down on him and out on him, but... I'm not. He traded Wiggins. And that we, was impossible. We need more time. Mm. He's been here for how long? Like two years now. But and, and in also, the history of our unstable organization, how much time have people realistically ever been given? Yeah. Mikhail got the most right. time that I can remember. Yeah. Actually, Khan got way too... David Khan, what a bum. Way to fuck our organization for fucking 10 years or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm not talking about... He wasn't GM for that whole time. It was just after he left, we were decimated. Also, Khan, responsible for not giving a max to Kevin Love, which forced him to want out, which forced us to make the trade, to team him up with LeBron James, which got him a ring. Good for you, Kevin Love. You seemed like a good dude, even though I was pissed at you when you left because I didn't like it. But then we got Wiggins and didn't build a team around him and didn't develop him at all and couldn't motivate him at all. I miss those Caleb years. What a God. ragtag bunch of teams. What did he have? Two different 30 30 nights with the Timberwolves? Yep. Gosh, that's <laughs> He was outrageous. just a beast. He was just a beast. It was fun to watch him play. He never had anybody around him, but he was like willing our team to win. It was. Uh, awesome. He don't say that because don't forget in two thousand eight we would have made the playoffs if that cheap ass guy wearing number twenty four for the Lakers would have took out Rubio's knee. No, just kidding. It was, it was not his play. He, he it, it happened. It wasn't malicious or anything. But no. dude, if that doesn't happen, we make the playoffs. And the here. disrespect to Corey Brewer, I just threw. <laughs> I gave him props at the beginning of the episode. You never said he was good. You just said he liked his heart. (laughs) Didn't we have Derek Williams, too, during that time, too? God, he was bad. Also, whoa, whoa. Like Michael Beasley. We're forgetting about the best Timberwolf ever. Just based off of the name. Big Pecker. Mo Williams? Big Pecker. Fucking Nikola Pekovic, man. He was legit. His post game was so good. But he had some touch. He had some power. He Mm -hmm. had some strength. You could not. If he wanted to get in that low block, you were not going to stop him. And Steven Adams came out and said, like, the strongest duty he's ever played against was Nikola Pekovic. Not surprised. That's funny coming from Steven Adams. Yeah. He looks just as thick and muscular, but Peck was. No, he doesn't. No, Peck was the level above (laughs) him. Also, Peck with that. I don't remember what bicep it was. The big knight tattoo he had on. I think it was his right his right bicep oh so my good. god that guy was awesome love Nikola Pekovic <laughs> why does drugs show up as no, the... his left side I don't know Nikola Pekovic retired from the NBA to become a drug lord what, what? a badass that is not surprising because he'd be okay. a freaking intimidating like who the hell's gonna rip this guy out? okay so anyways yeah you forgot about uh probably big pecker as the uh, probably the best teammate Kevin Love had as a Timberwolf and I'm not kidding when I say that 
That's yeah, slightly probably. depressing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I guess else we got? Well, I guess just goals for the for the remainder of the season. What do you think the Timberwolves' goal should be on an individual player basis, as a team, everything, as a GM? Like, should we be seeking a trade? You know, potentially, should we just be looking at player development? Like, should we essentially just say, "Hey, sorry, Jake Lehman, sorry, uh, sorry, Jalen, no- not Jalen Noel, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, sorry, all these bigs. We're gonna play Jaden McDaniels. He's our starting power forward. That's what I would. He's like gonna to get see. twenty-five minutes a game." Not because we don't want to worry about too much. Because coming off of college, there is mm-hmm. there is a window. Yeah. Or not a window. There's a, a threshold. You don't mm-hmm. want to be too hard on them. And I mean, same thing with Ant as well. Like, no, Ant's our starting shooting guard, small forward, wherever you want to put him. Probably small forward. I think fits better with if we're going to play Beasley and D'Lo or Rubio at point. I think if we're not going to make any big trades and we're just going to keep do you think trying to improve, no. Okay. I re- realistically, I don't think so. I want to keep the pick. I don't think we should do anything to try to hurt our already shitty chances of getting the pick. <laughs> yeah. So we should develop young people. It's what we have. Mm-hmm. Play McDaniels more. Play Ant more. Keep trying to improve the team chemistry that way. I would say try to ship off um, Lehman. Try to ship off Vanderbilt. Like we, I don't know. We don't. I think that's an off-season thing, personally, though. Probably. I don't think it's something you do before. We don't. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have a lot of depth at the. Um. So yeah, I would just like to see general improvements in our team chemistry. Keep improving on the young players. Um, I don't want us to keep winning, as terrible as that sounds, because I want us to keep that draft pick. Yep. Um, I would like to see some actual timeshare on the floor between Cat and D'Lo, but if D'Lo's coming back in, what, another week or two? I thought he was supposed to be reevaluated this weekend, but I didn't see. I okay. haven't heard anything about it. Okay. So maybe maybe I was wrong, and it's like next weekend or something. Uh, I just want to see those two share the floor, so then we can actually see what we have as a whole yep. team. That's like that, Honestly, that's my top of my list for the rest of the season sure. is to actually get evaluation on what we have because we haven't had that at all this season. Yeah. How about you? Essentially the same, just play, player development. I yeah. really, I mean, wins are, they are what they are. I, we, I don't ideally want them because, as you said, I want the draft pick. I want to have as much ammunition going into next season as possible, whether that's just a, another good player that we can draft and hopefully develop, which the Timberwolves as a team doesn't have a great track record of developing players. So you no. say, look at the players that we've had on our teams and drafted. A lot of them develop better after they leave here. Mm-hmm. We need to fix that. So now, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. Rosas has made some hires in player development, everything like that. I, I just hope it keeps building on that because it, it needs need to it. be what he said at the beginning of the year. This needs to be an evaluation year, and we just haven't had an opportunity to do that. Yeah. I totally agree with what you said. We need to turn the development around in this organization. And honestly, I, I'd like to see more minutes out of Jalen Noel. I think he should be our backup shooting guard mm-hmm. and our starter right now. We should our, our starting lineup right now should be Rubio, Noel. Ant, McDaniels, and Cat. There was some stats that somebody, I'm going to shout out whoever on the Minnesota Timberwolves subreddit posted this, but it was just um, numbers with Saunders, numbers after hiring Finch for those short window of games, and then the numbers after All-Star break. So he's getting more shooting guard minutes as well, and they're, pl- they're just playing him more because yeah. the wing rotation is really weak right now. Like We don't have ball handlers right now. No, and like outside it, of Rubio, like can, who's the he's our backup point guard. So Culver's still out. Well, Culver can't too. dribble the ball anyways if he's on our if he's on no, the I'm court. No, I'm just you know talking I mean? about people playing wing. Um, I I don't know if Culver or Okogie are still out or if they're if they're just day to day type of type of uh, yeah. stuff going on right now because I know they're both kind of banged up, which sucks. I'd love to see both of them as well. Yeah. By the way, Culver needs more minutes. I want to see Culver from the beginning of the season. Like I said earlier, yep. I just he showed flashes of like, I hey, fe- I can be a contributor. I can be good. Just have some faith in me. And I was starting to get faith, and then just his whole season is just derailed. And I, I don't remember the last was time he injuries played. injuries COVID? Was it both of those? I don't because know if he got COVID or if he got put on the list and then got yeah. injured when he came back or whatever. It I was, was just like, about to say the same thing. I remember seeing him in flashes <clears throat> at the beginning of the season, and since then, I haven't seen him play at all. I don't yeah. think he has been playing, but it just goes to show. Yeah, he. I mean, just it sucks because... 
Remember, we traded up to get Culver. Speaking of, look at that Culver meme. <laughs> Wait, and then they show as the final bottom one the Drake from the State Farm commercial. I, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> so Drake like, is fat. They do, they do the, the they're doing, they're showing the the quote unquote doubles for everyone. Yeah, and it's like Aaron Rodgers is a cheesehead guy. He's like, Hey Rodgers, and he does that stupid mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I can't remember who the hell else is next. And theirs is nothing. Theirs doesn't look anything like them either. Um. And then it goes to Jake from State Farm. He's like, oh, hey, I don't even have a double. What are you like? Because he's like, oh, can we get a double? It looks more like me. Mm-hmm. And then Jake from State Farm's like, I don't, I don't even have a double. And then Drake walks in and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm your double. I'm Drake from State Farm. And he just like looks like fat and out of shape. I'm like, dude, what the hell? That's like, hilarious. You're a freaking millionaire. Why are you not in slightly better shape? So I found out. I'm going to pull it up on the computer, though, because it's <clears> a lot easier to look at. Again, very small sample size. But they listed out as before Finch, after Finch, and then since All-Star break. And, like, just look at that. Just look at that. Look at that improvement in those stats. And, again, it's just stats. It doesn't tell the whole picture, like you were saying, with injuries and everything. Where's the minutes per game? I don't think those are I also, I also want that number because he's just getting more playtime. He yeah. deserves. I mean, he's, he's playing that's, better. That's it's, what it's I mean. Better. We need more evaluation. We need more playing time on everybody. That's my goal. Yeah. That's my biggest wish for the end of the season is just everybody can actually be playing like we can actually show what we're made of. But honestly, you can you can read it. Look at I touched on it for the goals. That's literally goals what my goal. <laughs> winning department. Question mark. Because I'm like, oh, don't really want to win. McDaniels. Yes. Because so all three much, of those guys. So much on those three. And what was the last one? Team, team chemistry. chemistry. Uh, we need to see our team play together. Otherwise, it's we don't sad. know anything. Like, we've been the worst team this year, by far, in my opinion. But that's because of so many things outside of our control, realistically. <clears throat> and even outside of the players' control, a lot of their control, and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. COVID has kind of fucked up the year. We're still a team that's doesn't. Well, like, we're not a great organization, and but we're just starting to get all these tools. Yeah, like you can see the beginning. Well, it's so of weird. The, the evaluation process is super weird. And no way to steal this the tunnel. But I'm gonna steal this from uh, Urban Meyer, who, by the way, I kind of am really starting to despise because he's just made bad, bad hires and he, the people around him are just terrible mm-hmm. but he said it for the nfl the the free agency period right now is it's horrible because they can't do in-person workouts it's the same for the nba yeah we can't see who we can't and then like, these draft prospects like the most you can work them out last year i think it was three times mm-hmm. you're gonna tell me i can only watch anthony edwards after the season ends three times and he played for a crappy georgia team because he's from georgia and that's what he know like Come on, I want to see not, this guy more. It's like, not evaluation. It's, yeah, it's, it's not it's true a big evaluation. Gamble. It's a big risk. Really. And by the way, I still think they made the right call. Mm-hmm. As good as Lamelo is, and he might end up being better than Ant, but he doesn't fit our team. He just doesn't. And like, or he didn't at the time. Yeah, sure, he's shooting well from three actually. And like, someone brought up the stat on one of them dummiest Lamelo talking head shows could be the like third or fourth <clears throat> best player on a team. You stick him around a lot of others. Well, he could be, he could be like better that. than that. He could be the second best. I don't even know. Like his his ceiling his is even more unknown be yeah. because I don't know if he's as you said earlier. What where, where is he at as far as his potential? Is he seventy five percent? Is he like sixty percent? Like whatever it is, I think Anthony Evers is like closer to that fifty percent range. Now, granted, he has to fulfill that potential, and so did, so would Lamelo. Yep. But he came in so ready. Why can't he get better? LeBron did. Mm-hmm. LeBron kept getting better. Mm-hmm. He's still getting better in certain areas. Like, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, athletically, he's not what he was, so he has to take, make different decisions, but he's transforming his game. Can mm-hmm. Can LaMelo transform at, at a younger age just yeah. as a player like LeBron did? Because um, I can't remember. Ryan described like the number one overall pick as well as a guy who doesn't shoot the ball particularly well. He's like he's a bigger guy, can handle the ball really well. He's avidextrous. 
But he doesn't okay. shoot the ball well. It's like, okay. you just described LeBron James coming out of high school. Yeah. Like, athletically, or no, but no, it was a different guy because it was like athletically just gifted as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that that's, I mean, and they can't shoot. I'm like, that was LeBron's biggest biggest knock for his first, like, 10 years of his career. By the end of the 10 years, he was still shooting pretty well. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. It wasn't amazing necessarily, and it's just progressively gotten better. That's why I like the like, idea. That it changes as soon as it's like a ten point game. I'm like, I ah, fuck this. This, this team's yeah. not coming back. Sorry. But to bring it back to the NBA, that's why I love the the idea of the playing. I would love the idea of a mid season tournament. I know they've talked about that. I doubt that that would be something they'd actually want to implement. I don't think it'd be. I don't think it's popular among the players. See the like, way that they'd have to propose this as we go mid season tournament, three game series, three rounds. The most you play is nine games. Mm-hmm. We're gonna chop twelve games out the season because then, of that. It, because then, and then a player like LeBron's gonna go, okay, I'm, I'm gaining more rest time, hopefully, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what they would do is they would do like maybe a three day break before and a three day break after, mm-hmm. with that in between, and then have that instead <clears> of all star break. Cause... No, no, that is your all star break. You yeah, still yeah, yeah. maybe at that same time during this tournament you have the dunk contest, you have the three point yeah, contest, yeah. and you say scrap this all star game, or you modify the all star game and you go, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do. Like, this is just really off the cuff now. Player voting, same, like, player voting, four teams, one game series. So, they're not a series, just one game. Mm-hmm. 3v3 street. Yeah, yeah. 3v3, 3v3 park. They need to because, do something totally different, totally crazy. Because, like, I mean, this fun. we were, I can't remember who was talking about this the other day. Uh, Hootie Mellow is a thing. Mm-hmm. Hoodie Mellow doesn't exist in the NBA because you can't wear hoodies in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Hoodie Mellow is a thing. People freaking love Hoodie Mellow. He's supposed to just be like king it's of the freaking meme, streets. It's an icon, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see Hoodie Mellow. I want to see that. I don't. I don't have. I don't, like, I don't live in New York. I can't go to the. I can't go to the courts and watch Mellow play. Mm-hmm. Like I guarantee that'd be so much fun to watch that Mellow play too. That would be a lot of fun, especially Prime Mellow when he was just dogging out there. Like fuck you guys, well, I'm Mellow. Referring back to KG A to Z, like him just talking about growing up and playing in those streets of Chicago. Like those oh, games yeah. get intense. Yep. There's known people over in those courts that like. He described as being good enough to be in the NBA, but they just didn't because that's the no. Culture. He said not the NBA. He said college. Okay, okay. He said I knew this cat. He was better than better than people in college. Yeah, but he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I, I kind of knew some of it, but the whole KG not going to college, he played it out right, and this is the narrative that I kind of understood. His test scores were too low to make it into college mm-hmm. until at least the third time. And by that time, he had already made the decision to go to the to go pro. Yeah. So was, the narrative like, that was written about him, which he doesn't like, was that he wasn't the smartest to go to college. By the way, KG, you coming out about your the the stuff you had growing up, the ADHD and ADD and dyslexia, that's like really big. It's big, man. And like that affects a lot of how I think of it because no, you weren't necessarily not intelligent. You had trouble reading, which is a huge deal. And you didn't and you didn't get know treatment about until, yeah, until you, yeah. I think he said something like, "I didn't know about this until like eight to ten years into the, into my NBA career." Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a guy who's like 25 at the time with so many disadvantages. Like, yeah, but yeah, he so made no the best out of the situation. He was he was put in a shit situation. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're gonna have learning disabilities where it's gonna impact you and it, it affects you in life. But you still want pro. You still are an advocate for like good things. Mm-hmm. And he had, a, obviously, a great, successful career. Made a bunch of money, which is even better for him, you know, long-term. And hopefully, you know, built the friendships, which it seems like he did. I mean, based off of the stuff that he's yeah, brought yeah. up. Um, Shout out to KG, man. That book's 
awesome. Yeah. KG, A to Z, all you Timberwolves fans, all you Kevin Garnett it's fans. It's extremely entertaining. It's literally it. just like a conversation with Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Or like listening to him tell a story. It's, it's really. listening to, yeah, KG it, just riff about so many different things in his life. And you it, get the big, you get the entire picture. Not yeah. the entire picture, but it, yeah, as I'm not best done with, as we're going to get. I'm not done with it yet, but it seems like it's the entire picture that he's willing to tell anyways. Yep. Which is the entire picture. If he doesn't want to tell it, hey, That's you have your own life. Mm-hmm. Good. Like, I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know. Like, and he, he glossed over it. He had some not great childhood moments. But he he acknowledged that they happened. That's it. I don't need any more than that. Mm-hmm. Everyone has shit they don't want to talk about. Yep. He made it just relatable enough. And he gave you just enough information. And For a just, white kid it's... from <laughs> freaking Minnesota. Yeah. The suburbs of, of Minneapolis, yeah. Minnesota. Uh-huh. He's coming from the country countryside. He always calls himself a country kid. Yeah, yeah. Country kid from South Carolina. Like, half country, half concrete. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, just... It's a it's a really good book. It's literally like like I sat down and said, "Hey, Kevin Garnett, what do you think about Kobe Bean Bryant?" And he did, and it's not even like it's like what three pages on Kobe Bryant? That's the longest one I've seen so but far. It but feels like a lot more because there's a lot packed into that. Like there's yeah. a lot of emotion that he's able to kind of convey on paper, which is also props to I don't know how much of the writing he did or how much of it was the dude that helped him write it, which he acknowledged. I can't remember what that guy's name is. They work beautifully together. Yeah, like because honestly, if it wasn't for KG, I don't think I'd be a a Timberwolves fan. Yeah. I don't know how big of a basketball fan they'd be because mm-hmm. I sucked at basketball playing growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm still not good. I haven't played basketball. I don't know how long. I guarantee I'm bad. Like I'd still be into it, but I wouldn't have been as big into the Wolves. I would have followed you somebody were, else. You were. You said you were ten when they made the Western Conference Finals. That's a big deal at ten. That's yeah, a big deal. It is. That it leaves such a huge imprint on you, especially some a kid who's currently playing basketball. And you always you want to be a fan of your home state team. Yeah. You really do. And so to see them making the, those conference finals is just... All right, well, Greg, that's kind of everything I want to talk about. I think that's everything I wanted to talk about, too. Yeah. Definitely went over our 30 minutes that we wanted to test it at, but... We need to figure out an intro and a sign-off. I was going to say, what's our sign-off going to be? I, I was going to call a sign-off because I couldn't think of what it was called. Um, I don't know. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> you, <laughs> Thank you, Anchorman. You stay classy, Twin Cities? No. I, I'm going to say San Diego. San Diego. Diego. That's true. God, I already said it wrong. Son of a bitch. <laughs> stay classy, San Diego. Catch you later.